Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor and his friends give you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides, and in this episode of Major League Baseball Picks, I'll on the prices that make for good bets using a mathematical model I've built called Sideline for games scheduled to be played on Wednesday, July 19th, 2023. In case you're new here, check out the webpage on the banner. It's www.pickswiththeprofessor.com new for some explanations and community rules. Remember, if you're interested in projections and picks for every single game, sign up on Dub Club. That link's in the show description. Cost is under $1 per day. You will get money line, run line, first five totals, weather information, all sorts of goodies, and, of course, exclusive access to our Discord chat. Remember that sports are unpredictable, so the discussion on this show projects a typical game and does not try to forecast it to a T as that would be a foolish and impossible goal. There are no right sides or wrong sides or other prices where any side should be played. Whether using my model or someone else's, this sort of probabilistic thinking is key to growing your bankroll instead of draining it. There will be ups and downs, but with this sort of thinking, it will balance out in the long run. It's just hard to foresee before it happens. In other words, please understand that good and bad variants will occur. So while the long run profitability has been proven, winning every single day is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, Jake, you've got electricity today, so I'm glad to have you back here. Uh, apparently, you are not able to restore power. Um and internet to people despite uh, all of your other abilities that, that, that you have. Uh, the fact that you said there's other abilities is a lie. I have one ability and that is uh, to not restore power. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I guess, I guess that's, that's how it goes. Uh, thankfully yesterday bounced back with a small profitable day after whatever the heck that happened Monday was. Uh, and I talked about it yesterday in the show for some, whatever reason, Mondays have just been terrible, uh, which is sad because no one likes Mondays anyway. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, uh, the, the worst part about yesterday, I think was that there were no day games. And so it's like, you have that bad taste in your mouth all day. Uh, so hopefully, you know, better, hopefully, you know, you had a, a good day last night. Again, we, we profit a little bit. Um, you know that way. You know, you know it's it's better heading into this day. If, if nothing else, at least we have day games today uh, to get right back to it, which is which is always fun, Jake. We're always talking about there should be day games every day in baseball, uh, college basketball as well. With so many games, why are there not? Why is someone not taking advantage of this? Uh, is still beyond us, of course. I feel like it's our our, our soapbox, our long running thing, you know. And uh, yeah. you know, what, when they let us rule the world one day, I guess we'll solve this problem, right? Yep, yep. It's it's on my list. It's at the top of the list. There you go. All right. Well, before we get to today's slate, some quick reminders. Please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. If you turn on notifications, you won't miss any of the MLB college basketball, college football, or coming this fall, NFL content that this channel provides. You can see how I scale my picks in the Google Sheet with the season results. That link's in the show description. But as always, with scaling in with picks, take what you like and leave the rest gonna start us off here with one of those day games red Sox at the a's weather wise in oakland pretty normal day temperature wise wind will be blowing out stronger than usual day game that kind of happens the wind dies down at night it's pretty standard there in the bay area gonna be a slight boost to runs yesterday we lost the pick on the Red Sox, but we did get the under. Took the first five under where they had first five or game. It didn't matter. There weren't many runs scored at night. There's fewer runs today. There's more runs. I'm not going to touch the total today. Model projects 8.8. I'm seeing 8.5. I think it's pretty well priced. Again, you do see more runs during the day there because of the wind and the ball just carries better. Uh, without some of that whatever happens on the coast of California that suppresses runs. I'm not a meteorologist, uh, so I'm staying away from the total, but I am going to take the Red Sox minus one. I think it's interesting. We just talked yesterday about the Phillies. 
uh, took, taking them minus one. And of course, they did win by one. So it's definitely another, uh, I think, interesting discussion point the, the minus one and a half or the money line. This price we locked in last night at minus 169, locked in again a bet on the money line to win a certain amount and then put that exact amount on the run line that kind of creates the minus one market. The price has jumped this morning by another dime or so. So hopefully you got this in already uh, at a better price. It's a B grade. Now, I think it's probably more of a C grade at the current prices. But again, just check, shop around, try to find the best price. If you're playing money line, B grade threshold is minus 216. If you're playing run line, that's minus 127. The A's got it done last night in what was a weird game. But I'm not a huge fan of Ken Waldachuk. you know, 666 ERA underlying metrics say it should be a little bit higher. Uh, Brian Bayo has been pretty good uh, this season after a little bit of a bouncy start has been really dominant. I think there's a massive mismatch here across the board. Uh, the A's are going to win some ball games because Jerry and I are always talking about that. They did win one last night, uh, but I think this one is a good price to jump on the Red Sox and a bounce back afternoon spot. Uh, Jake, tell us your thoughts on this game and tell us your thoughts about the run line money line uh, split. As, as far as the game, I, I just don't think the A's have the ability in this one. Uh, Bayo is a very good pitcher. Waldachuk is a very bad pitcher. Um, offense, I, I would lean more all the, all the way with Boston, too. Um, I just don't think the A's have it in this one. They got their one win for the series, and I'm happy for them. Uh, the rest is, is Red Sox. But as far as the money line, red line split, I, I like I like a bigger reward. So I typically go more run line. On things like this, I'll. But with two teams that are uh, at, at this kind of level, I'll, I'll split it a little bit. But if if it was a bigger matchup, mis, uh, matchup mis, or mismatch up there, I would probably go more uh, run line. But because I want I want to get a little bit more payout with my risk. Yeah, and uh, you know, of course, caveat here. I have to mention Waldachuk. Uh, might not get the start. The A's have done a lot of openers. I can't quite keep it straight in my brain which guys. Uh, I've heard that he started 12 games, so he hasn't had an opener a ton. Uh, but I feel like the A's have almost opened for everybody except for uh, Blackburn, I think is kind of the only guy uh, that hasn't had an opener at some point for them. And I, I could be wrong on that. It, he, you know, So just keep that in mind. If you're betting pitcher dependent, Waldrick might have an opener. I don't really know. So this is one where you definitely just want to go action on uh, and not care on that side of it. Of course, you do want to make sure Bayo goes for the Red Sox, but unless there's an injury or he gets sick or something, he'll go. Um, I do think it's interesting that discussion about the run line. I figured you would be more of a run line guy, just knowing you. Uh, I figure Cousin Jared's, you know, I don't know. Cousin Jared's such a value guy, really. I'm curious to hear his answer. We'll have him on, uh, I think, hopefully here the next two days, and uh, we can kind of get his take on it. But, uh, you know, the, the biggest thing in my mind about this discussion on money line run line is – is two, two things. Number one, I mentioned it yesterday. Uh, a lot of it's personal preference, you know, be consistent. It's kind of like if you were playing blackjack, you know, and you've got, uh, you know, uh, you know, 16 on a 10, right? Just kind of be consistent, right? It's kind of pretty 50, 50. It's just, you're going to make yourself go. It's not about expected value. Uh, if, if you switch up your strategy, it's about your sanity, right? And that's part of this, about this business is keeping your sanity. Just kind of be consistent in what you do, how you have a system. Um, that's kind of why I'm choosing to split it here between the two and making this minus one um, market. Again, if you're with me on discord and you have some more questions about um, exactly how to do this, you know, I can kind of outline that more there. But uh, the other thing I'll just have to mention is, of course, shopping around, getting good price. That's why we have the model to kind of help us out there as to 
where the value lies. I think someone made a comment about this yesterday on the show. The run line model takes into account both the road team uh, likelihood of covering the run line, whether it's plus or minus one half. Road teams are more likely to cover that. Uh, and it takes into account the total. When you have a higher total, it's easier by bigger run by more runs. We talk about that at lower total. It's less likely. The model takes that into account. And so when you get those probabilities and those prices needed for A and B grades on the run line, just be sensitive to that thinking about that. And the model's taking that into account and kind of helping us guide us to what the stronger edges are as you're shopping around uh, and navigating these waters. I think it's a, uh, you know, it can be kind of a, a fun uh, exercise trying to figure this out, but it can be maddening while you're watching the games. Cause I know, I think we were all watching that Phillies game last night. And depending on what you had, you were either happy or sad or like me at the minus one, I was like, eh, okay, <laughs> like whatever, <laughs> um, you know, and, and it can kind of be maddening, right? So at some point you just got to do whatever you can do, I think, to keep your sanity, right? I think, Jake, and that's, uh, I think the, the biggest thing I would tell people, I don't know if you have any, any last uh, discussion points to add about this uh, money line run line split. No, just stay consistent in your process. Don't, like me, I look for bigger rewards. So that's how, that's how I go. Don't just switch up your process and start doing that because that will drive you nuts. Yes, exactly. I think I think the consistency is, is helpful, again, just for that mental sanity, which is part of this. Mental sanity, uh, bankroll management, these are the things that <clears throat> matter more than people want to talk about. It's not a sexy topic, uh, but they are things to keep in mind. Hopefully, you know, if you're, if you're new at this, you will learn it uh, the easy way or the hard way. If you've been doing this for a while, you probably already know that I'm probably preaching to the choir. Uh, 710 p.m. Eastern Giants and Reds, a series we talked a lot about uh a fun game last night. My goodness, that game, uh, one of many in baseball that got absolutely drunk. Uh, last night, I think we set a record, uh, was most runs scored uh, all season long uh, on a single day. It was also the first time, I believe, since, 18, since the 1800s where there were four games where both teams scored double-digit runs um, that happened in the 1800s and that it didn't happen again in the entire 1900s. Uh, that's pretty wild. Uh, this was one of those crazy games. Jake, usually, uh, you know, I'm, I get the picks out uh, at night here. You know, you kind of have a chance to react to them. Uh, last night I was a little bit later on my duty. I apologize for that. And so I like, I, I had to specifically pick this game to talk about because I like both things uh, again. Uh, just as I did last night, um, kind of reluctantly did take that over. That was an easy hit. Uh, took the Giants. That was a, 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 <laughs> a shaky hit. I like both of the same things this time. Uh, so I decided this was a good thing to give to talk about because then I can ask you which one you like more. Uh, total in this one projects to be 11.4, wind blowing mostly across, some chance of showers for a slight delay. I don't think it's a huge issue. It doesn't look like it's going to be a massive delay, at least as of right now. Um, slightly on the warm side to start, kind of average as we finish. Uh, if there's any rain, of course, it'll be pretty more average as the night goes along. But of course, a very hitter-friendly ballpark. Two pitchers that are very average in Ross Stripling and Graham Ashcraft. Ashcraft looked good here. His last, I believe his last start, maybe last couple starts after coming off the IL after a really rough start to the season. Uh, but in that park uh, against a good Giants offense, he's still probably going to have a hard time. Ross Stripling for the Giants, much better than that 6'11 ERA. But this kind of is going to turn into a bullpen game. The Giants usually have a really quick hook with him. Uh, and, of course, I just think there's going to be a game like last night, a lot of runs, 
Uh, biggest thing here is the price. I like the Giants here at minus 113. Locked that in as an A grade. It's minus 110 right now. So in that ballpark here, minus 114 or better gets that A grade designation. Uh, according to Sideline Giants, win this 57% of the time. Jake, which one do you like more, the Giants or the over uh, 10.5? Or do you like them both? I, I do like them both, but I'm, I'm more of a money line guy here. Me and totals have not gone along well this year. So, uh, I mean, I think there will be a lot of runs. But, I mean, last time I said that, the Rangers and the Rays put up four. Uh, oh, yeah. So, so but, I think that, I mean, hey, that I'll, didn't I, get to five. Don't, don't sell that short, all right? It did get to oh, five. Oh, oh <laughs> sorry. My bad. Uh, but, yeah, like uh, these offenses with going against these pitchers, it's going to be uh, – should be a lot of runs. But I just trust the Giants. They just seem to pull magic out everywhere. Um, doesn't matter. They've been a lot of fun to me, a lot of fun for me betting on this year. I've become my second favorite team after the Braves. So I'm like, hey, I'm making a lot of money on these Giants. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to keep doing it. I don't know why they keep getting not, they're not valued. I know they don't have like a lot of names and they're pitching like today. Stripling's not a great name for you, but he's done all right this year. He's better than the ERA and that bullpen is fairly good. I just, I don't totally understand. So I'm going to keep riding that wave, though. We've been back in the Giants a lot lately, and it's mostly worked out really well for us. Uh, I'm like you. I don't know why the value isn't there. It does remind me of a couple of years ago. I think it was 2021 when the Giants had that good season. The same thing happened. We kind of got on them early. Uh, the Giants are kind of this year's Mariners, it seems like. Well, last year we just kind of rode the Mariners. And we're like, hey, no one's – paying attention to how good this team is the back half of the season. And that's how the giants are looking uh, where we kind of were a little bit on off, you know, early on. And then about, uh, about the same time, the Mariners sort of turning it on last year in that June range, we kind of just been mostly back in the giants and it's, it's mostly gone. Well, uh, Patrick Bailey, I think has been a huge part of that behind the dish, uh, a, a rookie catcher who's come up um, really reminding me again of, I always talk about this, what uh, Buster Posey did for this Giants team a couple years ago, uh, what uh, Rutschman's done for the Orioles, is just whatever he's doing, calling that game, has just helped slightly boost the pitching staff enough to really give them an edge that, I, the you know, the model seeing and uh, the, the market isn't for whatever reason. Uh, so I'm like you, the Giants have become a real favorite of mine because we've been backing them a lot and they've been, they've been winning for us. Um you know, again, we are going to have, I think, more of a bullpen game today, and that is why uh, I am on Ross Stripling under 14 and a half outs. You can see here on Outlier, he has only made eight starts this season. Notice here was an IL stint since he's come off the IL. He is building up. I think this number is probably set at 14 and a half because he's made it through five before and people are looking at this buildup thinking he's going to go deeper. But what I like about this number one plus odds plus 120 on this one, I think this is probably closer to 50 50 on hitting. Of course, it's hit five out of eight times. I'm not really sure exactly what to make of a couple of these starts around here. So that's not really the biggest factor uh, in in my mind, the, the biggest factor is I've watched this Giants team a lot and uh, they manage with a very quick hook. And second, in this park, in you know, you might have weather issues, which, of course, if anything happens there, then they just pull them right there. I, I don't think you will, but I think you've got a, a very hitter friendly ballpark. I expect a lot of runs and they manage with such a quick hook he's probably going to get pulled in the fourth inning if I had to guess, because I've just seen them pull both Alex Wood and Ross Stripling 
way. I mean, they let Logan Logan Webb go, which is good to eat some innings up. But when you get some of these weaker pitchers for them, these guys who've been more swing guys and get up to higher pitch counts, they just pull them super fast. So your player prop of the day, Ross Stripling under 14 and a half outs. Jake, you always talk about you talk about the value. You like the, the payout plus 120. You got to be real excited about that. Oh, yeah. No, I love this. I love the like you're right. The Giants have a quick hook on him, and that Reds offense can get going out of the like it just seems that they could really take off on somebody and so with a quick hook I, th- I think this sends a really good chance of hitting and, and I think you know I I generally don't like to make a prop pick against the pick and we're picking the Giants here but in this case I, I don't think that's a problem the Giants have been doing this with him and treating it almost like a bullpen game that bullpen it now rates almost a full standard deviation better than league average it's worked really well for him uh, I think someone's going to give up some runs you kind of have that when you go bigger bullpen games someone's going to give it up here but they should be able to get it right back because again it should be a high scoring game um, it's worked for the Giants as bullpen type situation I don't really see why it wouldn't work tonight so this doesn't really contradict my opinion because this isn't a situation where we need the starter to get outs for the side to win. It's not like where we had Eovaldi last night, you know, or, or again, from a guy like Logan Webb. If you're going Logan Webb under, you're kind of fading the Giants, right? It's kind of a similar play or, you know, in Eovaldi, we kind of, we had the over on him. We took the Rangers. And it was kind of a similar play that worked out uh, well for us and both hit, right? But this, even though we're going opposite directions, this isn't really fading the Giants with Higgins under because they just kind of roll with these bullpen games. They've, they've utilized it probably more than anyone else in baseball this year. Uh, it, at least by design, as opposed to some teams like the Dodgers been doing it by accident because all the injuries, the Giants want to do this. They want to utilize that bullpen. Uh, it's worked for them, uh, and I don't, I don't see why today would be any different. Uh, Jake, any last thoughts here on the Giants, the Reds, or this prop pick? No, but I, I would advise against parlaying all three of these at all because you're kind of baking on different things here, so I, I wouldn't tie these three together. Too greedy at that point if you tie them together. Yeah. 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 And that's again another personal thing, right? How you do with parlays and tying all that stuff together. I personally just do everything straight bets, but again, under to each their own on that one. Uh, remember that you can sign up for Outlier and see all of this information, get all their plus expected value plays, all their uh, information. They integrate seamlessly with your favorite domestic sports book. So check them out if you haven't yet. You can get a free trial if you sign up at outlier.bet slash professor. That link's also in the show description. And if you are not already playing daily fantasy, you could sign up with Thrive. They are a another official partner of Picks with the Professor. You can pick an entire lineup of players in a contest or just pick a couple of props and parlay them together. New users that use the promo code SIDES or that sign-up link in the show description get a 100% instant first deposit match up to $250. So sign up today to take advantage of some free money. One last game for you here, 8.05 p.m. Eastern. Nats at the card at the Cubs. Uh, you know, the Cubs really struggled this weekend. And then last night, you know, it really – playing the Nationals solves all all ills, I guess. Uh, the Cubs struggling early and then putting up like 17 runs in the last like five innings of that game or whatever it was. Uh, uh, y- you know <laughs> – that's the Nats for you, right? We we faded the Nats a lot this year. Uh, you know, that's that's you probably know that's what we're going again. Trevor Williams and Kyle Hendricks. Caution on Kyle Hendricks. Don't think he's as good as that 357 ERA. Underlying metrics suggest it should be more in the mid fours, but the model still thinks he's better than Trevor Williams, uh, who projects more in the upper fours. The Cubs have a slight starting pitcher advantage. I think they got the bullpen advantage as well. You saw that last night. The Cubs bullpen. 
not great, probably around league average, but just more quality arms still, more respectable arms than the Nats. Again, you saw last night, Cubs offense, probably a little bit better, at least as of now. Who knows when trades? Trades are coming, right? So this is one of those things where this last uh, handful of days here in July, we got to be a little cautious betting some of these too early because you never know who's going to get traded when. Of course, the biggest trade trip for the Cubs, probably Stroman. Uh, so less likely to lose a bunch of offensive pieces all in one day. Uh, but of course, the Nats might trade off some of their guys too. So in this matchup, you kind of got it both ways. Models says the Cubs win this 64% of the time. We're going to back them here at minus 151. Lock this in last night as a B grade. After updating the model this morning, this would be an A grade price. A grade price is minus 153 or better. Current price also minus 153. So right at that threshold, locked in last night as a B plus. Right now it would be an A minus making a cut point there is really an arbitrary decision. Uh, it's a strong pick again. The B picks are what the old A minus picks would have been. So a pretty strong pick here on the Cubs, in my opinion, going to pass on the total projection is 9.6. Um, I would need to go over a number like eight or under a number like 11. I don't see either one of those happening right now. Uh, should be a pretty normal day in Wrigley, not going to be too affected by the weather. Uh, so no big weather edge there. Uh, Jake, Cubs laid a little bit of juice here, uh, but against a team like the Nats, probably not the biggest concern. Would you like to stick money line here, or would you gamble at all with the run line, uh, with the home team? Uh, what, what are your thoughts here? I, I think I would go run line because it's, it's more of fading the Nationals than it is trusting the mm. Cubs. I just yeah. don't think the Nationals have the offense like – I know Hendricks' ERA is a little misleading, but I, I don't think it will be against the Nationals because uh, they don't they don't have the bats to punish him enough. Uh, so I, I think he's a good enough pitcher he can get through that lineup. And so then the Cubs can. I mean, Bellinger's been playing out of his mind. It feels like the last week and a half, uh, and they've got a really good lineup. They can really put up runs, and then that also just disappears at times. But I'm, I'm going to put faith in them that they show up tonight. And, and I think you make a great point. I try to say this a lot. You kind of did it for me there. When you have a guy like Hendricks who has overperformed, you look at the ERA and you say it's a little bit misleading. That can be true, and we still have to consider the opponent that he's still probably likely to have a good start tonight against the Nats, right? That's more That's more of a, uh, if, if he was that good, I'd be thinking more about like a shutout for the Nats. Whereas here, I think the Nats will put up a couple runs, but, um, you know, it's one of those where I, I, I don't think he's going to completely dominate, but he still should have a good start. Uh, more of the good, not great, I think, because he, even though uh, he projects more around the league average, this Nats offense isn't league average. So he still has the advantage. The Cubs bullpen still has the advantage. And you're kind of right. At some point, you know, you're fading the Nats a little bit here. Uh, current run line price on this is plus 125. Model says you need plus uh exactly plus 125 <laughs> for that a grade so it's the exact same situation the, the value right now is exactly right at the threshold for an a grade on the money line in the run line so again it goes back to personal preference do you want to split it my rule we talked about this earlier right my rule has been i'm going to go to the minus one if the run line is still minus odds if the run line is plus odds, I'm going to go money line. Why did I make that rule? I don't know. I just wanted something consistent. Again, it's kind of personal preference. Stay consistent with what you want to do. But if you want to split this one and play the minus one, or if you want to get a little uh, more, uh, you know, go for the bigger payout, like Jake, like you're talking about with the run line, I think any of that is fine and acceptable. Uh, I just kind of have my system for my sanity, my rules, how I want to play it. But again, however you want to play it between those, I think it's all a good 
uh, situation to back the Cubs on any of those markets. In the long run, I think it's going to be the same. It's like the Phillies last night. Something's going to happen. And one of those is going to be the better pick. Last night, Phillies' money line happened to be the better pick. You don't know what's going to happen, right? It's like we're always talking about. We're going to lose bets. If you are looking for a show where they're going to tell you, here's how you never lose bets, then I, you get what you deserve at that point because that's foolish, right? We are going to lose bets. We all know this. And so because we're going to lose, we have to think about these long-term ideas. And in the long run, it's kind of a wash here. So just kind of whatever makes sense for you. Uh, I'm going uh, money land on this one with, with a minus one on the Red Sox. Uh, you know, hopefully they all win easily and, and we just coast, but you know, we are, we know we're going to lose some of them, unfortunately. Uh, Jake, I, I think you are, you're probably still looking for that, how, how to be perfect at gambling. But I feel like, uh, like I, I think we're just coming up short and figuring that out. Right. Yeah. I would love to be perfect. Cause just that I can quit my job. That'd be nice. Wouldn't it? <laughs> it would be right. Um, all right. Any last thoughts on Nats Cubs before we wrap up? No, I just, I'm I'm curious to see what the Nats do at the trade deadline. I think I think I'm a little curious about a lot of teams here. Uh, we haven't really had much activity trade wise yet, mm -hmm. and we usually see a little bit more. I think earlier on, there's usually a team or two that gets a little. All the trades that have happened have been like basically nothing trades, real minor. You know, guys that just reel under the radar. Usually, you see one or two moves more in that late June, early July where a team says they want to be aggressive uh, this year, it seems like we're going to push. Well, like there's a lot of teams that, uh, you know, a lot of guys, it's not just about Otani, right? Of course, Otani's the big question mark that is he going to get moved. And uh, of course my dream would be to move him to the NL and then him somehow like win the MVP in the AL and the NL. That would be like just oh, incredible. Um, but uh, you know, aside from the time there's, Big names he moved. Uh, who knows what will happen? It should be interesting to watch. Jake, any parting words for our viewer for this Wednesday? Full day of baseball should be a lot of fun. Uh, I'll give you the last word here. No, I'm just excited that we got a couple day baseball games. So, you know, it keeps the, it keeps the workday moving. So you got something to worry about, like look at and kind of distract yourself a little bit. Exactly. There are day games before that Red Sox game. Uh, if you're interested in it, again, sign up on Dub Club. Cost under $1 per day. That link is in the show description. Otherwise, so thank you for tuning into this episode of Picture the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can ensure all the sports betting content provided on this channel is dropped right into your feed. I'll be back again tomorrow with more sports betting tips. But until then, as always, best of luck. And remember, you can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.